Alright, welcome back to Gen Alpha Talk, and today I'll be telling you guys how to overcome insecurity and why are you so insecure. So let's get started. Alright, we are called a narcissistic generation. We are told that technology and social media are giving us an inflated sense of self. Most of us don't walk around feeling like we are all that great. In fact, there's one underlying emotion that overwhelmingly shapes our self-image and influences our behavior. That is insecurity. If you could enter the minds of people around you, even narcissistic ones, you're likely to encounter ceaseless waves of insecurity. Recent survey found that 60% of women experience hurtful, self-critical thoughts on a weekly basis. In their research, father and daughter psychologists, doctors Robert and Lisa Firestone, Use an assessment to, tool known as the Firestone Assessment for Self-Destructive Thoughts, the FASAT or FAST, to evaluate people's self-attacks or critical inner voices along a continuum. What they found is that the most common self-critical thought people have toward themselves is that they are different, not in a positive sense, but in some negative alienating way. Whether our self-esteem is high or low, one thing is clear. We are a generation that compares, evaluates, and judges ourselves with great scrutiny. By understanding where this insecurity comes from, why we are driven to put ourselves down, and how this viewpoint affects us, we can start to challenge and overcome the destructive inner critic that limits our lives. Why am I so insecure? What causes insecurity? There is an internal dialogue that accompanies our feelings of insecurity. This is called the critical inner voice. Dr. Lisa Firestone, who co-authored the book Conquer Your Critical Inner Voice, wrote, The critical inner voice is formed out by painful uh, early life experiences in which we witnessed or experienced hurtful attitudes towards us or those close to us. As we grow up, we unconsciously adopt and integrate this pattern of destructive thoughts towards ourselves and others. So what happens with attitudes uh, shape this inner critic. The experiences we have with our influential early caretakers can be at the root of our insecurity as adults. Imagine a child being yelled at by a parent, you're so spaced out, can you figure anything out on your own? Then imagine the negative comments and attitudes parents express towards themselves. I look terrible in this, I'm so fat. These attitudes don't even have to be verbalized to influence the kid. A parent's absence can leave children feeling insecure and believing there is something fundamentally wrong with them. An intrusive parent can cause children to become introverted or self-reliant, ways that make them feel insecure or untrusting of others. Studies have ever shown that uh, exaggerated praise can be damaging to a child's self-esteem. The reason for this is that children must feel seen for who they are in order to feel secure. A lot of our issues with insecurity come from early attachment style. Dr. Daniel Seigel, author of Parenting from the Inside Out, says the key to healthy attachment is in the four asses, feeling safe, seen, soothed, and secure. Whether children are being shamed or praised, they are most likely not feeling seen by the parent or who they really are. They may start to feel insecurity and lose a sense of their actual abilities. A healthy attitude for parents to maintain is to see themselves their children realistically and to treat them with acceptance and compassion. The best way a parent can support their children is to allow them to find something that's unique to them, something that lights them up and that they will work to achieve. This 
Activity must appeal to a child's interest, not just the parents. As author and civil rights leader Howard Thurman famously said, don't ask what the world needs. Ask what makes you come alive and go do it. Because what the world needs is people who have come alive. As the child pursues whatever interest makes them come alive, the parent should offer support and acknowledgement for the effort involved, as opposed to focusing too much on the result. So the difference between saying, what a stunning picture, you're the best artist I've seen, and saying, I love the way you use so many colors. It's awesome that you work so hard on this. What gave you that idea? This practice helps a child establish a sense of self-worth. The effect of insecurity. It's clear that there are many things that shape our critical inner voice, from negative attitudes directed towards us to attitudes our parents had toward themselves. As we get older, we internalize these points of view as our own. We keep these attitudes alive by believing in our insecurities as we go along in life. The most common critical inner voices doctors Robert and Lisa Firestone found people to experience throughout their day include you're stupid, you're unattractive, you never get anything like right, you're not like other people, you're a failure, you're fat, you're such a loser, you'll never make friends, no one will ever love you, you'll never be able to quit drinking or smoking, you'll never accomplish anything, and what's the point in even trying? Like a mean coach, this voice tends to get louder as we get to our goals. You're gonna screw up any minute, everyone will realize what a failure you are, just quit before it's too late. Oftentimes we react to these thoughts before we even realize we're having them. We may grow shy at a party, pull back from a relationship, project these attacks onto the people around us, or act out toward a friend, partner, or our children. Just imagine what life would be like if we didn't hear any of these mean thoughts echo in your head. Imagine what reality might actually look like if you could live free in this prescribed insecurity. Insecurity at work. Insecurity can affect us in countless areas of our lives. Every person will notice their inner critic being more vocal in one area or another. For example, you may feel pretty confident at work but completely lost in your uh, love life or vice versa. You may even notice that when one area improves, the other deteriorates. Most of us can relate. At one time or another, having self-sabotaging thoughts toward ourselves about our career, old feelings that we are incompetent or that would never be acknowledged or appreciated can send some our insecurities through the roof. Some common critical inner voices about one's career include you don't want you don't know what you're doing. Why do they expect you to do everything yourself? Who do you think you are? You'll never be successful. You're under too much pressure, you can't take it. You'll never get anything done, you're so lazy. You should just put this off until tomorrow. No one appreciates you, you better be perfect or you get fired. Nobody likes you here. Put your career first. Don't take time for yourself. When are you ever going to get a real job? No one would hire you. And something like that. Insecurity in relationships. Whether you are single, dating, or in a serious long-term relationship, there are many ways our critical inner voice can creep into our lives. Relationships in particular can stir up past hurts and experiences. They can awaken insecurities with long buried, bring up emotions we don't expect. Moreover, many of us harbor uh, unconscious fears of intimacy. Being close to someone else can shake us up and bring these emotions and critical inner voices even closer to the surface. Listening to this inner critic can do serious damage to our interpersonal relationships can cause us to feel desperate toward our partner 
pull back when things start to get serious. It can exaggerate feelings of jealousy and possessiveness or leave us feeling rejected and unworthy. Common critical inner voices we have toward ourselves about relationships include, you're never going to find another person who understands you. Don't get too hooked on her. He doesn't really care about you. She is too good for you. You've got to keep him interested. You're better off on your own. As soon as she gets to know you, she'll reject you. You've got to be in control. It's your fault if we get upset. Don't be too vulnerable or you'll just wind up getting hurt. Something like that. So how can I overcome insecurity? Once we have a better sense of where our insecurity comes from and the profound influence it is having on our lives, we can begin to challenge it. We can start by interrupting the critical inner voice process. Voice therapy is a cognitive affective behavioral approach developed by Dr. Robert Firestone to help people overcome the critical inner voice. There are five important steps to this process, which I will briefly outline. To learn about voice therapy and more, you can search it up on the web. Step number one, the first step of voice therapy involves vocalizing your self-critical thoughts in the second person. You can also write down these thoughts. Instead of writing, I am so stupid, what is the matter with me? I'll never be successful. You should write, you are so stupid, you will never be successful. This process helps you separate from these vicious attacks by seeing them as an external enemy instead of your real point of view. This process can also be an emotional one as saying these statements can bring an underlying feeling from the past. Step two, in the second step, you can start to think and talk about the insights and reactions. You have to be exposing these mean thoughts. Do they remind you of anyone or anything from your past? Can be helpful to Uncover the relationship between these voice attacks and the early life experiences that helped shape them. This too will allow you to feel some self-compression, compassion and reject these attitudes as accurate reflections of who you are. Step number two. People often struggle with the third step of this process because it involves standing up to long-held beliefs and insecurities about oneself. So you will answer back to your voice attacks, expressing your real point of view. You can write down rational and realistic statements about how you really are, respond to your attacks the way you would to a friend who was saying these things about him or herself with compassion and kindness. Step number four, in, uh, in step number four, in, uh, I mean, in step five of voice therapy, you start to make connection between how the voice attacks are influencing your present-day behaviors. How do they affect you at work? With your partner, as a parent, and your personal ambitions? Do they undermine you? Who have, what events trigger the insecurity? And what areas in this insecurity most influential? And the last step involves making a plan to change these behaviors. If insecurity is keeping you from asking someone on a date or going after promotion, it's time to do the actions anyway. If you're indulging in self-hating thoughts that encourage you to engage in self-destructive behaviors, it is time to interrupt these behaviors and unleash the real you. The process will not be easy, with change always come inside. These defenses and critical inner voices have been with you your whole life, and they can feel uncomfortable to challenge. When you do change, expect the voices to get louder. Your insecurities aren't likely to vanish overnight, but slowly, through perseverance, they will start to weaken. Whenever you notice an attack come up, stand up to it and, uh, and don't indulge in its directives. If you want to be healthy, don't let it lure you to avoid exercise. If you want to get closer to your partner, don't listen when it tells you to hold back your affections. 
I'll just DM my episode and I hope you guys have a great listen and become more uh not insecure if you know what I mean. Now Jenna Talk was a thank you. Hit the last subscribe and share button and I'll see you guys in the next episode hopefully. And goodbye.